Yo, welcome back. You are listening to the Future Sports Talk Radio. We are Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. It's your boy King Hooli on the mic, and I am joined every week with by my esteemed, my illustrious co-host. White Mike's not here this week, but my A1 from day one still here. Hollow Point, what's good, bro? Hey, what's up, what's up? What's up? What's happening, man? What's not happening? Mu- not much, man. How's your week been? Uh, good so far, man. I can't really complain. Like always, man, it's a blessing just to be upright, man. I, I, I um, you know, for the most part, healthy. So yeah, I got you. I got you. A lot of football. Yeah. So I was excited. I had a good weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a good weekend, man. My weekend started up. Um, well, I work. It's like today is like my Friday. Uh, for those of you who are listening, uh, we record on Mondays. The Mondays are my Fridays. Um, but. I start my week, my work week on Thursdays, and while I was in there, like the U.S. Open start um, started Thursday, and shout out to Bryson DeChambeau. DeChambeau, I, I can't, I can't, I don't, I'm not you sure. Got it right. I think you got it, DeChambeau. 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 DeChambeau mm-hmm. um, for winning the U.S. Open, but my my beef there, like I actually had a couple beefs with uh, with ESPN uh, over that time, dude. Um, the first one was. Thursday, so I'm, I'm I'm in a trailer and I'm unloading big uh, unloading boxes and I'm doing my thing in the back of the trailer or whatever. And I right. keep getting these notifications from ESPN about how Tiger Woods um, knocks down this putt and how he birdied this hole and how he's doing this. So I'm really excited because I'm a big Tiger Woods fan, right? I get home and this dude's like three over. Like you don't <laughs> don't get my hopes up and then like just like and then crush him well, immediately. I think two things to that, man. One, that's your fault for thinking Tiger Woods is going to be doing good on one of the hardest courses there is to play on a major. So that's right. the first thing. Because Tiger Woods, we know, ain't Tiger Woods who's playing right now. You know that. <laughs> you know that. Okay. We're just holding off hope, thinking that he might, you know, get a little glimpse of what it used to be. And that's right. what we're holding on to. But I don't think it's there. But anyway, I think I want to I wanna go back to just, because I, I don't think we gave my boy enough credit. Because he was the only guy to shoot under par. Like he literally manhandled the field, right? When he won it, so it was, it was shout out to him, DeChambeau, for 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 winning it. So yeah, yeah absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And also, um, I watched a little hockey uh, to I watched the last two games of the Eastern Conference Finals. That was into the uh, the Stanley Cup Finals where Dallas is holding the one zero lead over the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, the team I don't like, I don't even like them either, but. Uh, hockey was really good. Like, uh, and we shared a little bit. Shared a little bit with me that uh, you really didn't understand what was going on. Um, it's uh, honestly, I, it's not that I understand what's going on. It's just the rules. I'm not. I'm not too keen on the rules. So, mm-hmm. so I just figured out what what offsides is in terms of hockey, <laughs> icing, and right. all of this stuff. So, like, like I told you before, like, like when um they'll be coming on ESPN the top 10 and they'll be like you know number three and, and they'll make a what seems normal to me like why is that number three because <laughs> you know it's just a simple shot to the goal and the goal's like oh i got it and it's like whoa everybody's losing their mind and yeah. i'm sitting there like i don't what, get it. What, what happened but I, and like i told you before it's like i recognize that their abilities are stuff that other people everybody can't do yeah so it's like my ignorance of the sport it's like got me like I understand that somebody thinks that's an awesome play. I just don't know why it is. Right, right. Okay, I, I, will, my, I will concede that. My sport uh, would be would be NASCAR. 
Okay, because first of all, it's like, I don't know shit about cars. I'm, like, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pretend to be one of those guys who's like, knows a lot of shit, you know, knows a lot about cars. So I don't know anything about cars. Like I could change a tire. I could change the oil, I could change the fluids, I could change, you know, so I could even change the brakes. But when you get into like the like big time intricacies intricacies of like uh, of of you know what makes a car go, I have yeah. I, I can't I can't I can't I can't do it. If like if if my carburetor goes out of my car, we, I'm just gonna have to go buy another car. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do, you know. <laughs> so, so that's it, huh? That's, that's, it. That's, that's it, dude. That's all I can do, man. Um, that's, all, that's all I got for you. Uh, yeah. So if you guys have any in, in any of those sports out there that you kind of want to get behind, kind of want to understand, but you don't know the rules, yeah. go to, or go to our Facebook group. Uh, let's 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 do a post. Let's, let's let's you know post those sports in it in, in that group on Facebook. On uh, uh, you can look us up on Truth Be Told Sports uh, in the group or the Truth Be Told Sports podcast uh, yeah. page. Go to one of those pages or try to join the group or you go to the page and uh, let us know what sport you. You kind of want you like you wanna, you wanna understand, but you just don't get it. You know what I mean? So it's like, go, go do that for us. You can um, also you can also go on to the go on to Twitter or go on to uh, Instagram because we're gonna put we're gonna put something on there to kind of yeah. poll everybody to be like, right? Hey, what sport is it that you can't get down with, or that, that you want to be down with? Yeah, but, but you, you can't quite. You know, don't can't, understand it. It won't like what, what, what Frederick uh, said. Frederick uh, said, "It don't curl all the way we spoke right. about." <laughs> right, curl quite, not quite right. Like uh. it's just so, it's just you, you, you just suck. just go there and do that. Yep. Um, anyway, guys, we have a really good show lined up for you guys. We're gonna talk about some um, some NFL stuff. We're gonna talk about some NBA stuff. Um, of course, uh, of course, we're gonna throw some baseball. So it's uh, playoffs right around the corner with baseball uh, and Hollow uh, uh, Point. Who are you? Who you throwing your shots at this week? Who's, who's in your sights this week? Oh boy, them daggone Atlanta Falcons! You about to catch uh, this work? <laughs> That's right, yeah. So sit back, relax, uh, and um, get ready. Like you listen to the Toe Sports Podcast, yes, sir. Yo, welcome back. Um, you are listening to Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. It's your boy King Hooley. I'm here with Hollow Point. And um, you watched the Lakers game? Of course, you watched the Lakers game last night. Did I, did I did watch it, Did he watch the Lakers game? Yes, I watched it. Every bit of it. Every. Now, I did watch it, and it was very, as a Lakers fan, is infuriating. It was a very infuriating game because it was ugly. It was a, it was like a prison rules game. It was like watching a bad, uh, YMCA rec ball game in most parts because there's a lot of turnovers, a lot of silliness, a lot of mm-hmm. dumb passes, a lot of ill-advised shots. Right. Um, just a lot of bad ball handle, dumb fouls left and right. And like, you know how you know how in the South we say uh, somebody when somebody a little slow we call them like touched. <laughs> like you know, how we yeah. say that? yeah. I think I think Dwight Howard a little touched. You think so? Yeah, I think he a little bit touched. Like I know JaVale McGee is a little bit, but but like Dwight Howard a little I think he's a little off now. Like he used to be like, you know, a happy go lucky dude, but now I think he come in, Dwight Howard comes into the game looking for con- looking for conflict. Right. right. Like that old Dennis he he developing that Dennis Rodman. No, you think so? Yeah, well if you check just watch it, man. Him and Jokic, 
or Jokic, Jokic, however you call him, whatever you call him. You know, I ain't trying to disrespect him, but Jokic. Um, he'll come in and he goes right for him. Like he'll, he'll chest bump him. He'll forearm him. Something just to let him know, hey, I'm here and we about to get get started. You remember uh, Rick Mahorn? Yeah. That's exactly what Rick Mahorn used to do. He yeah. was an enforcer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bill I think, and Beer and, uh, was like kind of like that too. He is doing that too. But I think he's like trying too hard to adopt it. But he's got right. skills. Like he's, yeah, he does. He's got real legit skill where he don't have to be that guy. <laughs> you don't have to be that guy to where you go in there to start the fight. And then every call against him, he looking at the ref like, what do I do? What I You hit him with a forearm. That's what you did. That's what you know did. what I'm saying? But exactly. um, just to, yes, I watched the game. It was awesome. AD with the game winning shot. We posted it on, I put the picture on the um, Truth Be Told Sports uh, cover photo mm-hmm. with Kobe in the back from, you know, from heaven above. It was, it yeah. was great, man. I, that I was a beautiful photo, bro. Oh, yeah, man. It was good. It was good. I always kind of, um, kind of look for good pictures that I can put on there, put on there, man. I saw that. I was like, gotta, gotta put it on there. Gotta put it on there. Gotta put it on there. It was, it was, okay. Uh, Lakers got into a hot start in that game and I thought it was going to be a route. Yeah. But what I, I, I don't, and even like, like you said, like a, the, the, their play was pretty, um, was pretty bad. There was a lot of turnovers. They were playing. There was a lot of turnovers, like way too yeah. many turnovers. At one point they had, uh, they, Somehow, still led by twelve, but they had like eighteen turnovers, something yes. like that. I don't understand how that works. There, uh, but it was just, I guess, Denver was wasn't you know, wasn't hitting the shots, so we're capitalizing on the turnovers. Well, well, I can tell you how it worked. Is they were playing really good defense. They're, the Lakers were playing really good defense, but then they give the ball right back. So they would get a great steal or play defense for or cause like a, a twenty-four second uh, shot clock um, turnover, or they get a block or something. That would cause a fast break, and then they'd give it to say Danny Green, who has never handled a basketball before in his life, apparently, and just right. just turn the ball over, no, like, no reason. Like, what did right. you, you know? So it, it it was just a lot of that. So I, imagine me sitting in front of the TV, you know, just 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 cussing and fussing with nobody in the else in the room. I oh, was, I can I can imagine. I, can I was like, man, you can't, you can't keep doing this and expect to win. I'm just yelling. <laughs> I'm yelling at the TV like it's supposed to say, I'm sorry. You know, I was, I was a nut. <laughs> I was a nut. So, was, but I'm glad it worked out, man. AD pulled us out. Pulled it out. Like, yeah. Amazing shot. Amazing yeah. shot. And then he yelled Kobe at the end. And he yelled again. He yelled, and he carried us, man. Like he scored those last 10, 10 points. Right. Oh yeah, he did. And he, him and him and him and Jokic put on a show, man. I. I got respect for Yoga this time this year because I remember last year he faded because he was you could tell he was out of shape and I think right. there's respect to him that he then he lost those pounds and he made a commitment to being better and I think you, you can see that the difference is like night and day because last year he wouldn't have made it this far no absolutely. last year he would have faded faded back and this year he's being tough and he's going through it like Dwight Howard's kind of putting him through it you know he's, he's putting him through some conflict. But right. he's fighting back, and I, I got to respect him for that. But it's a tough series, but I think the Lakers is just better, man. I think the Lakers got two of the best players in the league, and it shows. It says, so, you know. So, um, um, think they sweep, or you think, like, um, five? I, say, I said Lakers in five right out of the gate. So, right. I think, okay, so I think, um, that? I'm going to stick with that. I think, um, Denver gets, Denver gets this third one. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then I think the Lakers take the, the next two. Okay. So, uh, we're going to switch gears to the East. Uh, the, uh, since the last time we was able to record, the Miami Heat has went, went up went up like two games to zero over the uh, Boston Celtics. But Boston, in the last game, game three, um, won that one. Pretty, I'm pretty convincedly, I might add. Like, yeah. uh, what are your thoughts on uh, that series? Uh, or, well, let's say that game, game three. Uh, and do you think what uh, and what do you think Miami should do in Game Four differently than they did in Game Nine? Um, so here's the thing about Game Three and what I and I actually took some notes out about Game Three because you know I was kind of watching it to see what Boston was going to do because they had no answers in the first two games, right? Because right. everybody, it's like and I, and I, I hate to say I, everybody is the the coach, everybody's the best coach in the world. When they don't have to actually do it, so and and, I, and so I I accept that that I'm the coaches coach, they get paid to do it and whatnot. But what I see and what I saw in Game Three was the Celtics were aggressive right out the gate, right? They was attacking the rim. Jalen Brown attacking the rim. Tatum attacking the rim. Uh, even um, Smart attacking the rim. Even uh, what's the small? I keep forgetting his name every time. Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker. He doesn't really need to attack the rim, but it's cool. It was good that he was being aggressive. They was, oh, yeah. you know, he was, getting, was, he was he was getting to the basket as a uh, they like, was all at get, will. They was at all will basket, and I think what what happens is because Boston has the amount, the, the the good shooting that they do from from top to bottom. Besides Tice, or, yeah, I think it's Tice, mm-hmm. but they're penetrating to the basket. And those two, Brown and, and Tatum, are way better athletes than anything that Miami can put on the floor for their position. Like they got they got Bam, but Bam can't get everybody. You know what I mean? Like Bam Bam has has his hands full on his own. But I think um, what happened um, game three is Boston just got really aggressive, and they were ball move the ball was moving around, and they weren't settling for jump shots. And they were just going in attacking. And I think when they do that, they give themselves a chance. Because they, they realize, man, we're in a dogfight now. And, like, we can't just sit here and shoot jump shots and, and hope for the best, you know. So I think that's what happened. I think that's what they did differently. They play, they play a lot better defense. Um, but at the same time, like I, we talked about before, Miami's shots weren't falling, you know, right. for whatever reason. Um, Miami played a little bit better defense, but they missed Miami missed a lot of open shots as well. And I think um, the rebound in Boston did a lot better job rebounding in this game than they right. did in games past. So that's also the difference. Right. Eliminating limiting their possessions. <laughs> that's good. Um, I think I think um, Miami looked gassed a little bit yep. in game three, too. Uh you got to think about it, and 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 we're gonna hit, hit on this a little bit, uh, in, in just a little bit. Uh, but the break that the guys had, like, it's much needed. They've been playing virtually like every other day. Um, yeah. But in 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 with the style that Miami's been playing, Miami's been playing like the hard nosed basketball that you know that that wins championship. Yep. And you and yeah, uh, that that style of basketball where you can't not root for. It. You know what I mean? Like he's just so happy that like, they they they've come so far because you kind of had them written off in the beginning. Like they're playing like that. You remember that movie Hoosiers? They're playing yep. that type of basketball. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like they're inspired basketball. I, I guess that's 
the right way to say that. Yeah. Um, the play from Tyler Harold, Duncan Robinson, and of course Jimmy Butler, um, and you got uh, Crowder. Um, also, and Bam out of body, you can't forget about him. Can't and, you know, and and, and and the block, whatever. The basketball, the, the style of ball they're playing has been inspiring to a lot of people. A lot of people who uh, aren't necessarily Miami Heat fans are yeah. rooting for the Miami Heat right now. And I think you know, with Boston, I they they have to keep that momentum. They got to find a way to keep that momentum to to, to keep uh, keep it up. Because like I think I've I, I read somewhere. Uh, the past couple of days that Miami's like the only team that and they they hang out. They're all like friends. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they have that chemistry. And I don't think they, they can't let this uh, this last one get them down. They can't. They just got to stay focused and uh, keep playing, get back to playing that basketball. You know what I mean? I don't know about that. I think that's kind of like a moniker they're trying to take on. But I don't you know about that. So? I don't know if that's necessarily true that they're the only team that does that. I mean, the bubble makes you pretty much do that. You know what I mean? Kind of, kind of. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, think, think they're, they're trying to accent the fact that they're together as a family, which is cool. And, and I know they do that, and that's great. Um, and that is a part of the reason why they believe in each other and, and trusting right. each other and that sort of thing. It works. It's a, it's a thing. It's a whole lot of different things um, that, that why they're playing so well. And I do agree with you. I think they were gassed um, because the way they play, man, they just, they're tough. And they play tough, and they play. They go hard every game, and they, I don't think they take they as 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 much as it looked. Game three, they were still playing hard, and they were tired. It seemed like their legs were they let they didn't have enough legs, you know, when they were shooting those those three balls. Like you can tell, yeah. um, like Tyler Hero, he was running around like a chicken with his head cut off. But when he put that ball up, you could tell it was falling short. A lot of a lot of balls falling short, and things like that. So, I think this break is definitely good for them. Um, to get them some rest, you know, to hang out and uh, and recuperate. Hopefully, uh, we'll see some better shots from them. Uh, you know, come come uh, what's that team? Like, so come Tuesday. So. Uh, well, oh no, I, my bad. Come my bad. When is it'll be Wednesday? Wednesday now, yeah. Because like, Lakers, uh, the Lakers are gonna play again Tuesday. Yeah, it was like it was that rest uh, that I just mentioned you know, yep. uh, a little bit before. Yep. Uh, I think that rest. Well, it's must needed because, like, like I said, a lot of people didn't take it. Like teams like Denver, who's been to with two straight game seven, uh, uh, seven game series, they've yep. been playing every other day. You know they're tired. Them boys need a rest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, like, uh, I think that rest part right there was like must need. I was glad to see that. Kind of upset because, like, I was looking forward to watching Miami and uh, so uh, and the Celtics today. Right. Um, but. I guess I could wait until Wednesday. Um, I you'll, be, you'll, I have, be, you'll be okay. I have no choice but to wait until Wednesday. Nope. <laughs> you watched any football yesterday? Man, yeah, mm-hmm. I watched a lot of football uh, yesterday. Hung out, hung out with one of my good, my good uh, army buddies. Um, watching Sunday Ticket. Uh, it was, it was, it was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. The early games was um, interesting. There were some early games that were interesting. A lot of them were ugly blowouts. Um, there is going to be – I don't think there are going to be a lot of teams that we consider good. I think you maybe have a total of maybe four or five teams total that's going to be contenders, you know. Right. right. And the other teams are just going to be happy to be there, you know. And so, yeah, I mean, you got you got seven – you got 14 teams in the going to make some playoffs this year. 
out of those 14 teams, I think you you maybe say five or six teams are, are even close. Five, right. I'd say five are even anywhere close to being a contender mm. uh, to win it all. And but but get that being said, it was some some good games, um, some good matchups. I think it was good to see some of the young talent um, improve. I think I was impressed by Kyler Murray, um, who continued oh, yeah. to, to make it. It was insane to see him do a twenty-yard touchdown. Like he was just weaving through the defense, like a, like he it, like it, a cheat code, bro. Yeah, it's like he just walked through them. Yeah, I, like like a maze. It was. I was impressed. I was I was thoroughly impressed. Like you said, that twenty-one yard run he had. Yeah, uh, and then there was another one for like fourteen yards that he had. Yeah, yeah, right, two, right, yeah, right, two, untouched, somewhere right, untouched. Yeah, like, it was like, dude, well, it reminded then, me of playing like a like like you know saying uh, 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 picking up the bus back in the day. You know, saying he just he, or maybe you know I don't know, but he was just running through them like it like hot like hot like a hot knife and butter. It was yeah. It, was yeah yeah and, it was and then, it's kind of poetic in in, in in a sense and then on top of that right it was he's got one of the best receivers in the doggone league oh, yeah. and, and d hop and he just whenever yeah. he needs to let me toss it up for 45 yards yeah it's that and going about your about your way oh and wait a minute you got a surefire hall of famer larry fitz when you need a first down so it's like right. man and then you got an up and coming running back Kenyon drake I think the only thing that team Arizona Cardinals are missing is a is a is a reliable tight end over the middle. That's for the only offense? Thing missing for their offense. Okay. If they could That's get a- if they could get that guy to come up to, to come be the like like Kelsey is for the Chiefs, I think they're they'll be a they're legit in uh, a legit force in that NFC West. Um, um I would be willing to uh give up Evan Ingram from the Giants. <laughs> To see that, I mean, might as well because like yeah. I, my team is absolute trash, bro. Like, so it, 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 it was as I watched the uh, the Giants and the Bears, obviously, and uh, as soon as I, I'm not gonna hold you, as soon as Saquon went down, I turned it. Yeah, I was like, you. we went from a oh man, we suck to like we're complete trash, right? Without him, and That's, and that was the same thing for me with uh with C Mac, man. When, when yeah. he went down, I was like. It was it was still good to watch them play on offense because you knew, you know, Christian McCaffrey was gonna get the rock or Bridgewater was doing his thing, whatever. Right. When when he scored the touchdown and it, it didn't look right, I'm like, man, that don't he didn't get up good. <laughs> like you, well, something happened. Like he saw yeah. you saw him limping. I'm like, oh, uh, here he goes. Sure enough, here oh, he they're, they're like, oh, he's out for the game. I was like, oh, right. good game, Panthers. So I still ride for my squad, man. But you know, oh, facts, I'm facts. like you. We went from mediocre to not really good at all. Not really good. At all. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so yeah, I, it was hard to watch that game. Even and, and and even given our level of mediocrity, the it was still a barn barn burner with mm-hmm. the damn Tampa Bay Bucks. So what does that say? Um. Yeah. Um. <sighs> Let's talk about Tampa Bay. <laughs> um, a lot of people are really excited about them winning uh, this uh, this game yesterday. Everybody said, oh, Tom Brady's back. He's the GOAT. I'm not going to dispute that. I'm not going to dispute that one bit. Tom Brady is a great quarterback. Like, you know, he's good. But he's also with, with, with White Mike who's not here. Shout out to White Mike. Shout out to White Mike. Said, he is a system quarterback. And... 
couldn't quite, you know, say, well, I think last week the uh, the Saints kind of exposed that a little bit. Um, this week, you know, a lot of Buccaneers, uh, new new look Buccaneers uh, uh, fans, like are beating on their chest, saying like, you know, fifteen and one. I've heard like a couple people say that. Mm-hmm. No, 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 no. They, your quarterback's still forty three. Yes. Uh, and and he doesn't have that offensive line that uh, Cam Newton has in uh, in New England right now. Who looked great? Who looked? Who, which we will get to in a minute. But he looked great. He looked great in uh, in uh, in that game against uh, the Seahawks. But as far as the uh, the Buccaneers, dude, like I don't know, like Leonard Fournette, like he would he scored a couple touchdowns. I saw last week. I mean, like, last uh, uh, last night. Yeah, he scored two. But dude, it's playing yeah, the Panthers. Yeah, the Panthers. Defense are the defense is not good. The, you know, so the offense and lost and losing Christian McCaffrey, that's like beating up on them and bragging about it is like just is like me running up and taking kids candies. Like you know, so I can't brag about that and just be. I, there's no reason to be proud of it. I agree. You know what I mean? You, you, can't, you can't. You can't. You can't just. No, you can't. I. I. I, I think. Uh, oh, breaking news! Nick Bosa rest, misses the rest of the season. Oh man, that sucks. That sucks. Um, but um, I'm with you, and I think, um, and and I I will I will kind of I'm not gonna play a devil's advocate, but I'm gonna look at the positive sides of of not who they are, the Buccaneers, but who they can be. But it's it's gonna take a real big um, swallowing of the pride, right? right. Because their running backs are going to be where they where they thrive, not Tom Brady in that receiving core. And right. it's not because of the receiving core; it's because Brady is not what Brady used to be. Mm-hmm. But he can be some similar points to that if you don't make him throw the ball 30, 35, 40 times. You need to. They need to rely on that running game, and that's what's going to give them the edge on the outsides and over the middle, things like that. I right. think um, it, it's, but you know, Brady's pride, Brady's pride. He say, "Yo, I want to. I'm a team player, and I want to win." But he's like the most passive aggressive dude that I've ever seen in my whole life. You know, he knows how to work the media. He knows how to talk, and you know, you can see in his body language. He, he, oh, I'm a, I'm still a, a a primetime player in this league, which you're not. Like you're yeah. you're a you're a piece. You're a part of a whole. You're not right. the part. You're a part. You're a part. And that's, that's where the difference is. You're a cog in the wheel, sir. Cog, cog in the wheel. And I think once he realizes that and swallows his pride and they adjust their offense a little bit, because if you keep, right. putting it, you keep putting it in Brady's hands, you're going to be, like you said, they're going to be A-Nate. Oh, or, they, will or be or a, they will be A-Nate. They will be A-Nate. They will be A-Nate. They definitely will be A-Nate. Uh, let's talk, uh, so we talked about a little bit about the, uh, we hit it on it, the Patriots. Oh, yeah. The Seahawks game. Let me tell you something, man. What, what's your biggest takeaway from that game? My bigger, biggest takeaway of that game is Cam is back. And I'm going to tell you something. You give Cam Newton, and I know they lost, and I know, and I'm going to I'm gonna, I'm gonna give uh, Russell Wilson his due in a second. But you give my guy the time in the pocket that he has playing behind that line, y'all better yes. watch out for the rest of the He game. has so much time. Cause he gonna figure he gonna figure it out. And them receivers gonna get some confidence and right. they gonna get their timing on. It's gonna be over, right? You he had so I mean? much time back there. He had time to tie a shoe, call a second play, call for a, call DoorDash to get some doggone lemon pepper wings, 
right? Then, facts, then, facts. Right, and then make sure they got in his locker. Come back and then <laughs> come back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, he he ordered a lift because he didn't like the one ball he was throw about to throw. Right. Ordered a lift with Dick Sporting Goods. <laughs> Bought a ball, came back. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, man. He had a crazy time. I'm sitting there like when he hiked. It was one play in particular. He hiked the ball, and he kind of ducked under like he was assuming because he saw the blitz coming. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh, here, crap. Here we go. I got to. And then. He, <laughs> wait, wait like, a minute. They haven't gotten here yet. What do yeah. I do? What do I. Oh, I guess I can still throw it. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I've only I only seen him have to get out of a play one time. And he got out of that play. And ran, I think he either ran for a first down. Oh, no, he threw it away. He threw it away. So okay. he, he got out of that and he threw it away, which was awesome. So he's making. He's looking smarter. And he only threw one bad ball that got intercepted. Like, it was kind of off. I'll give him that. It was a little bit off. It wasn't – I mean, wide receiver could have fought for it, but it was a little bit inaccurate. Right. That was a te- one takeaway from that game was Cam was making beautiful plays. He played a great game, 397 right. yards and two rushing touchdowns, and he threw a touchdown. So right. that was fantastic. And he's throwing for over – he's throwing 68% completions. All these people saying he is inaccurate. P-A-D. They um, they just hate. They don't know what they're talking about, yeah, like, they, bro. Like yeah. he, he, he's he's back. This is the best form of Cam Newton I've seen since uh, the, uh since his um NF, uh, his MVP season. Yeah, uh, this he's, is best. Uh, and I'm 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 very happy. And it kind of proves my point that I had right that I was absolutely right about Cam Newton the entire time. Um, after that season, people start targeting him and like you know uh, helmet to helmet. Uh, contact that that wasn't called it was a bunch of stuff threw him off now he's back he's back in a, uh, he's in a place where you know he can be appreciated his talents can be appreciated um he has a legendary coach and i hate saying this right now in bill belichick Man. uh back backing him up and that means a lot you know what i'm saying that means a lot and yeah. um is I, I think cam is he's probably gonna be poised to win like another mvp this year Oh. I'm, I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna say that. Also, oh. like, uh, so I'm gonna flip from Cam, and we're gonna talk about Russell Wilson a little bit. Yeah. I'm gonna take another hot take. I'm gonna have a hot take. Um, just saying the obvious. Russell Wilson is probably the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Facts. Right now. Not taking away from Patrick Mahomes. Not taking away from uh, Lamar Jackson. Not so. Good, not even taking away from Cam Newton. But right now, Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL. Facts. I don't have to say anything else behind yeah, yeah. like yeah. Oh, I, I think, oh, 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 I'll say this. Fight me. <laughs> Here's what I'll say. I'll to 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 uh I can't even argue against you on that because what I'll say is I never I've never seen a guy have such command of an offense and be so under control. Well, Mahomes does a good job of it, but I think Russell Wilson is like the master of it. Like he comes in. And he's never, even when he's under duress, he never gets takes a hard hit. Right. He rarely makes a bad decision when he throws the ball. Right. Every everywhere he throws it is accurate and it's to the point. And he makes that team so much better because of his and then his attitude about everything, no matter what the situation is, is always gonna be all right. Right. He's right. always gonna be all right. I've never seen a more positive dude under all situations. He's like, it's all right. We're together. It's fine. We're going to get it. We're going to get it. I, I mean, he makes people want to just run through walls for him. And it's like, you see that guy, and, like, their defense isn't really as great, and that's probably going to be probably their detriment. 
in the long run, but their mm-hmm. offense is on clicking on all cylinders. And it's because of Russell Wilson. That dude's the GOAT, man. I, I think I think in the end this year, he needs if he continues the rate he's going now, he's gonna win MVP. Either him or Cam. I, I like I yeah. Either him I mean, Cam. well, Cam's gonna get comeback player of the year, no doubt. Oh, 100 percent I yeah. think that. But I, I think um I think uh I think Russ Wilson, if he keeps this up at this rate, and especially if they if they take this division now, which I think is more likely now because Niners are so many people. Yeah. Um I think I think he'll I think he wins the MVP. Um and, and dare I say they might they might sneak in that to that uh that Super Bowl. They might sneak in there. They their defense has to improve though. They got well, I think they I think to, I yeah, they, yeah, yeah I'm sorry I'm so sorry to cut you off brother no, you're fine. Uh, but uh I think you're absolutely right like um because you just broke the news uh well, I'm really broken news. You announced it on here uh, by Joey Bosa, but like they, uh, the 49ers also lost a couple other people. Like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is injured. Garoppolo's down. Uh, there's lost. a couple. There's a couple other guys like uh, that are out with the 49ers that probably going to prevent them from. It's going to hinder them obviously from like, from doing great this season and um, even clinching that division at the NFC West. Yeah, NFC's too tough. Um, it's too tough right now. They get the uh, the Rams are playing really well. Rams beat the tar out of the Eagles like they meant to do it. You know what I mean? They oh, yeah. just they they couldn't they couldn't do anything. Like the Eagle, they had the Eagles doing just doing nothing. Rams could do right. whatever they wanted to. And that's right. And, and it just goes like as a testament, like what you know, the dumb surprise that it is the uh, NFC East. True story. Um, True story. Somebody call the firefighters. I, I didn't even want to talk about that. I think I'm gonna have to go find another team, like another band. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna find a bandwagon <laughs> team to get with this year. And see, I can't do the Raiders because I've done the Raiders before. I can't do the Rams because I've done the Rams before. Um, I picked the Bills a long time ago. If you don't know what, like, as far as context, I used to pick uh, bandwagon teams because my my Giants have been terrible. Right. I'm gonna get my CBNA voice. My Giants have been absolutely abysmal. Uh oh. Yeah, I like for the past five years. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, so I had to pick another team. I had to yeah. always pick another team. I think I picked. Uh, I, pick? I picked the Browns last year, like a dummy. Ooh, why would you do that? I don't know. Who am I gonna That's pick this year? You know what? Uh, damn, you gonna hate me. Don't make me hate you. Don't make you me hate you. Me. Don't make me hate you. You got choices. Uh, you have choices. Have choices. Have don't choices. don't make choices. me hate you. Huh? I'm gonna have to go who that this year. Ah! I'm, gonna go who, I'm gonna have to go who that as my bandwagon team this year. I hate you. I'm sorry, man. You're not sorry. I know you do. You're not sorry. I mean, well, that's that's true too. Not sorry. <laughs> of all the teams, of all the teams. Oh, teams. I'm gonna have to go there. Seattle. Seattle can go with them. I wouldn't hate you for that. Dude, you know what? I'll take that back. I'm going to go Seattle. All right, cool. We, we, we cool again. I'm going to go Seattle. Because I was about to quit the show. I'm not going to lie. I was about to quit the show. What? Yeah. Just, that's how mad I was. But quit the show. You love this show too much. You ain't going to quit the show if something uh, trivial, bro. Whatever. That's true. <laughs> All right, so speaking, uh, speaking of uh, the New Orleans Saints, um, tonight's game is obviously tonight on uh, Monday night. We record on Monday nights. And when you hear this tomorrow – you you already know the outcome of the game, but let's just let's just play a game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what was it the uh, the the Ravens and the uh, the Saints tonight, right? Raiders. Raiders. Raiders and Saints. Yeah. Raiders and Saints. Like, well, opening opening night in uh, Las Vegas. 
that stadium is gorgeous too. Um, it is. Winner in the final score. Just, just, just giggles. He was the closest. Okay. So I got, unfortunately, I got New Orleans uh, winning 31 24. 31-24. My, my pick was like a pretty, pretty, pretty close to you as I have a New Orleans 31-17. Okay. 31-24 for a hollow point. Got me down. I'm down. 31-17. What's the, uh... Okay, all right. If, if, um... So this is my game. is my rule, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. All right. If I'm... If you win... No, if I win, if I'm the closest, your bandwagon team has to be the New Orleans Saints. No, negative. I why not? Know. Why Why would they be my bandwagon team? Why can't I pick Seattle? Because your team sucks and I get to pick it because you lost. Okay. Cause <laughs> can I? Can it just be for like a, a certain amount of time? Does it have to be for the whole season? Let's Let's do mm-hmm. it for like a couple weeks or something. Can I do that? I don't know because I, I feel like you got to have a shirt. I feel, I feel like you have to like. I feel like you have to like uh, rep New Orleans. Mm. I feel like you have to do it. You know what? Okay. Right. I got you. I got you. No, no, no. I like this. I got you, fam. I like this. I got you. I like. Okay. This. I like this because I believe in myself. I believe in myself. You believe in, you believe I in yourself. I believe in myself. So I, right, I think so. I'm gonna win. All right. So if 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 I if I win this if I win this challenge, um, your bandwagon team is uh, the New Orleans Saints for the rest of the year. Rest of the year, God. Ugh, I don't want to do and, that. And you had to cheer for it, man. You had to like it. No, I would not. <laughs> you know, negative. If I know. And negative. you had to cheer for it, man. You had to like it. Why not? Come on. No, ouch. I will. I will respect the rules, but I will not like it. Okay, <laughs> right now. <laughs> I will respect it, but I don't have to like it. Okay, gotcha. so if we choose in teams, then that would mean that your bandwagon team would be the Patriots. Motherfucker! All right. I'm just saying okay, cool. this is this how this this how this goes. If, if, if you're the closest, if you're the closest, the closest, if you're the closest, my bandwagon team will be the Patriots. Yep. If not, if not, then I'll pick Seattle. Okay. And if you're the close, uh, if I'm the closest, your bandwagon team will be the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. You guys hear it here. Yep. Locked in. You guys hear it here. Locked in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's gonna be I fun. Do? I can't. What I don't I know do? what you did. I don't know what you did. I don't know what you did, but it sounds great. It sounds great. It's a great idea. And that was on the fly, man. That was on the fly. That's like you know, that's, that's something that was on the fly. Um, let's talk about this, man. But before I think we we getting close on time. Uh, let's okay. uh, not really. We have a little time left. Right? Little time right? uh, Major League Baseball, like uh, playoffs are right around the corner. Yep. What are your thoughts about your Cubbies, man? What do you think? You um, think they, I'm not going to lie. I, I, they're, they're a little uh, up and down. I think the Twins came in and smashed our head in. So we're a little humbled right now. But ain't nothing like a ain't nothing like a series versus the Pirates to bring us back out of the funk. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Dude, they, I'm not going to – yo, I ain't going to hold you one second, bro. But, like – Thank God for the Pirates. I forgot, I, I forgot the Pirates played baseball this year. Right. <laughs> you, you didn't hear anything about them. Because they're terrible, uh, that's why. They're, they're, horrible, they're, horrible. they're, they're really bad. Um, they are currently at the bottom of the division. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, they're 15 wins out of 50, in 53 tries. So, <laughs> so they're 15 and 38. So let's just let you know wow. where they are. Right 
Um, but as far as the playoffs go, um, I like my Cubs. I still like they, they got the lineup. It's just a matter of um, pitching and more importantly, relief pitching. Um, sometimes, like you, Darvish, sometimes he comes in and he's like, okay, Cy Young, you, Darvish. And then sometimes you come in and he's like, bad in practice, you, Darvish. So you just like, you don't know who you're going to get sometimes. And the same thing with uh, um, uh, Lester. Like Lester still thinks he throws like 100 miles an hour for something. I don't he still know. pitches? Right. So he still, well, he still can't hold runners. And he struggles to throw this fastball that doesn't move, but it only goes like 90 and like 92. Right. So, like, you got to, as a lefty, you got to be like Tom Glavin, right? You got to be crafty. You got to throw that right. slider, little changer outside, change your eye level, change your, you know, use your speed as a weapon and not thinking you can just be Randy Johnson and just rear back and throw it. You know what I mean? Like, even Randy, when he lost kind of, he lost, he couldn't throw 100 anymore. He could only throw 95, which is still faster than most, but he still, he had a slider that nobody could hit. And he still got, got people out. And I think Lester has to figure out a way to get people out as opposed to try to strike them out. Like, Maddox was the, Maddox and Glavin were the best at that. Yeah, exactly. Like, not necessarily, Maddox was necessarily trying to strike you out. Maddox was just trying to get you out. You know, he would throw you a ball that you're not ready for, and you're either going to take it for a strike or you're going to swing at a bad ball. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> he was a he Look was at a, Tom Clavin. Tom Clavin just like overpowered you. Like, if, know. He, if he got, if, if you know, I think, like, because uh, he, I would say his first two set of pitches, like, you know, set you off balance. And then, like, once he gets you off balance, he gets he, he gets ahead in the count, like, you know, an 0 1 pitch or an 0 2 pitch. Like, God forbid, it's an 0 2 pitch, like a a 1-2 pitch or a 1-1 pitch or where it's kind of like balance. Tom Glavin, he was great at knowing what to throw and where to throw it and where, yeah. where to put it. So, yeah. So, and the thing about Glavin, right? Glavin would throw that. He would paint that outside corner until there was no more outside corner to paint. And just when you think he's going outside again, he jams you inside with a 92-mile-hour fastball that you didn't see coming and you struck out. Like you yep. look at it, go by strike three, or you're gonna swing and miss because all you're looking for is that damn circle chain that he throws. Exactly, and he was so great at throwing it. Five percent of the pitch That's what he threw. Right. You know, and eighty-seven. said eighty-seven miles an hour. That's every it. time. That's it. Eighty-seven, <laughs> 87 maybe, miles maybe an hour every time. Maybe eighty. Maybe. But if he, he would, felt like, but it, then he would, felt like cram, it. he would cram that ninety-two mile an hour fastball inside, and you just weren't ready for it every time. Mm-hmm. But that was his out pitch, and like. Uh, we need guys like that. Like, we need more crafty guys as opposed to people who think they're still power pitchers. And then our bullpen is kind of shaky at best. Um, uh, speaking of, yeah, our bullpen is the same. Yeah. The same. Yeah. So what do you, what do you think about your, your chances? Now, congrats on getting your uh, – I guess the AL is pretty much locked in. Just they got to – it's just a seeding thing at this point. So it's a couple other – waiting on one other team. It looks like uh, the, the Houston Trastros. Oh, uh, might <laughs> clinch that last spot. Okay. Um, they're currently four games ahead of um, uh, of the Angels. Believe it or not, mm-hmm. um, they're currently four games ahead of the Angels, and uh, they just waiting to get that last spot. Uh, sewed in that we have like the AL the AL playoff race will be be sewed in. I was pretty sure like the Trash Rose will win it. Uh, we'll take that uh, the second. I don't know, man. Toronto is uh Toronto's fighting. 
But yeah, like we'll see. Toronto has a chance. Like I, I, I would, I would much rather it be Toronto. Yeah. But I think it's like, um, is is it is it is it not like the top two teams in each division? It's the top. So it's the top two teams in each division, and then it's two wild cards. Okay. So it's like eight eight per eight per or eight per league. So right now it's it's Cleveland and Cleveland's in the seventh spot. Right. And Toronto is in the eighth spot. Okay. So that's what gotcha. it is. Gotcha. I got you. Um, I think that Cleveland. Oh, well, Toronto's losing right now to the Yankees. Uh, by the way. Womp womp. Womp. Womp womp. You know what I'm saying? So yep. just 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 throw that out there for context. But yep. I think uh, with the Yankees, man, it we had a lot of the same problems this year that we had last year. But the the difference is is. Uh, Last year we had a lot of players step up. You know, um, there's a there's a familiar saying like when uh, when uh, for uh, the Alabama Crimson Tide football team like you know it's the next man up. You know that's how, and that's how long they've been. That's why they they pride themselves on recruiting. They bring all these uh, these good players in like to, just to fill like in holes like just in case for injuries or uh, players leaving or whatever whatever the case may be. That's that's why the Yankees were so successful last year. Um, other than the fact we were savages in the fucking box last season. Yeah. Um, but this season, injury, the injury bug hit us again, and when the injury bug hit us, like, it it, it, it did its damage. Okay, um, we lost Man. Stanton, which was expected. We lost Judge, which was, which was going to be expected. But when we lost, like, play, losing players like Glaber Torres, losing players like Gio Urshela, losing players like... Uh, and Sanchez uh, getting hurt, too? Sanchez got hurt for a little bit, but Sanchez, like, he's one of those guys, like, um, like, like Stanton or Judge, like, you kind of expect them to be injured for a little part of the season, for a big part of the season. Big guys, you know what I'm saying? Playing baseball is like, it's, it's, it's got to be held in that body. It's like, you know, as far as like, because they're all power hitters too, so you got to think about that stuff too. Yeah. Uh, so losing those guys, like, you know, you take, you're taking all of those, like, those RBIs away, you're taking all those home runs away, you're taking all those extra base hits away. There was no one that stood uh, that, that 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 showed up other than let's say uh, Luke Voigt's having a great year, but Luke Voigt can't do it by himself. Nah, you know nah. DJ DJ LeMay who is like balling out right now. Right. Um, but he was nowhere to be found when everybody was when we was going through when we, when we lost like fourteen of, of twenty. You know what I'm saying? Fourteen, him. Of, yeah. 14 tonight. Uh, he was nowhere to be found like at that time. Yeah. So that's what it's going to take. Uh, it's going to take for us like to be one to be healthy. Two, for when it's your time to shine, it's your time to shine. And we got to talk to our bullpen, too, because our, boy, our bullpen is, is, has been non-existent, it seems like. Yeah. Because, like, well, we've been putting up runs. So like, it, it hasn't been no need for, like, a bullpen, like, to carry a game. Right. So it's easy to come in there and, like, okay, well, uh, you know, you come into a game. It's easy to come in there, like, when you're ahead by six runs as, as opposed, like, where you're tied or maybe even down one. Right, that pressure gets you know a little mean? bigger. When that pressure, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, we get that stuff together, dude. We're gonna win it. I yeah. still, I, I, I still, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm I mean, I chip, am, what, I, what, what, as I they say, in, what, as they say in poker, you got to chip in a chair, man. You got, you got a seat at the table. You got a chance, yeah. right? You got a chance. So, exactly. so, I, so, I, so I think uh, I, I, I give you shit 
a lot about your team because like y'all came in with your chest all out stuff. So when y'all hit this little hard pass, I knew y'all gonna make it, but I knew it was gonna be a little bit different than what you thought it was gonna be. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I expected the, the injury bug was huge, and it hit y'all way harder than it hit a lot of teams. Um, yeah. But I think y'all, I think y'all, if, if you get everybody back offensively and you get your 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 ace to figure out who he is, I think y'all would be okay. Um, yeah, I think Gary but Cole has been, at, hasn't at been the, the same, greatest. Yeah, so at the same time, um, it's some y'all got some hitters in that league. I mean, and it's, it ain't no like the AL Central has some mm-hmm. monsters and it's, the twins and the white Sox are coming to play this year and they ain't playing no games they got their lineups are just as potent as as the yankees is you know what we um in the beginning i forget what episode it was like uh when we we, we talked about the uh the previews for yeah. major league baseball this season and we and we brought we came up to the uh the al central i think i picked cleveland yep i picked the twins and you picked the twins, right? Yep. Not one of us picked like, uh, and, and and White Mike didn't even pick uh, the White Sox. But, uh, no. Where the fuck did they come from? I don't know, man. I'll be honest with you. I, and then when you see they line up, when you I saw him play against the Cubs, and I'm like, mm-hmm. where did this guy come from? <laughs> who is exactly. this guy? You know, like I know who Jose Abreu is from. From mm-hmm. I, I saw him. He always gets him about thirty. He's good for thirty-five and a hundred for his past couple years. So he's solid. Mm-hmm. But then you right. see they got center field, they're fast, and they got pitching. Like, where did they come from? So I'm just like, man, they smashed the LC Central. Uh, and it wasn't even a, 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 you know, it was just quick. Let me get this out of here and cut me my check type of thing. Um, it, but the same thing with the Twins. It's like, I can't put my finger on one thing that they're really good at because they're really good at a lot of things. You know, I can't. Right. I can't put my finger on why they're winning because it, they win different ways every time. It's like the same thing with uh with San Diego, the Padres. It's mm-hmm. like they're they're electric all over the place. And they I know are. they got Tatis Jr. and they got Machado and they got uh, my guy at first base, uh, Homer, Homer, Elbert, 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 uh, from Kansas City, Holzmer, from Kansas City, right? Yeah, Holzmer, him. And then they, you know, they got a solid lineup, but they got pitching too now right they got clevenger from from cleveland and then they got that boy uh who's uh closing now who's starting to feel himself a little bit he's throwing like 99 you know 99 in the ninth inning is no good for anybody i'll tell you that right now um so yeah san diego's tough and of course you got the dodgers and more and Betts is doing what Betts does so i got respect for him but at the same time like atlanta atlanta if you go to atlanta Freddie Freeman, MVP. That's my vote. I'm leaving it there. Freddie Freeman, check the numbers. If if Freddie Freeman doesn't win MVP this year, check the uh, numbers. You something's obviously wrong, bro. So he's killing. Something's him. obviously wrong. He's, if, he's he's hitting the ball like a madman this year. The only other person I would probably want to give it to, other than Freddie Freeman, would be Mookie Betts. Yeah, would be Mookie Betts. I, I, but. You. I'm, but but he can Freddie come, Freeman, he, he can come to the ceremony. But yeah, he, <laughs> he's got to go be. It's, it's got to be Freddie Freeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. correct on that. One hundred percent correct. On that. He's hitting the ball like Gwen used to hit it, except with yeah. a lot more power. Oh, like he's smashing yes. gaps. Oh like, my I'm goodness, like, man, this dude's this dude's put on a clinic out here. Yo, and this dude taking time off to go to his son's t ball game. 
you know what I'm saying? So now you dad of the year too? Come yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. So chill, chill. Calm down, man. Let me be good at something too. You know, yeah, man, leave, leave, leave some of my hand for everybody else. Yeah, bro. yeah. You trying to take all of it? Trying to take all of it, man. You get, I want the big piece of chicken, bro. <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh, damn. Man. All right. Yeah, that's what's up. That, no, I was just I was gonna say how how uh, I'm kind of impressed. I, I don't want like the season is the baseball season is just about over, right? And like right. you blinked your eye, it was over. Right. And I think sixty games is a little too short. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But, but one hundred and sixty-two is way too long. So I, I hope <laughs> that if somewhere we can meet somewhere in the middle, maybe a hundred games, I think that would be like perfect. 100, 110 games would be perfect for a base, normal baseball season that, to, to keep the interest. To be able to, to keep the interest? Like 100, yeah. yeah, I'll, I'll I think say 100, that. I, I, agree, I agree with it. I agree with it. I, I think the last, like, 50 About or so 110. games. Yeah, one, 110, I would say. Because, like, the last 50 or so games is, like, dog years, man. It's like nobody, <laughs> really, nobody really cares. You got minor league guys coming up. They're like, oh, mm-hmm. nobody, whatever, you know? Um and that's cool for the minor league guys to get their final shot and to play in the major league game and whatnot. Right. Know, I'm, I'm all about the, the dream because I used to, I once, and for most part of the time, had that dream. But right. at the same time, my consumer eyes, a, game 152 at a stadium is awful. It's mm-hmm. not good. It's not good. The last 50 games, if you're a regular goer of games and like if you enjoy the experience but you still want to see a good game, the last 50 games are terrible. Right. Like either either a, a team is already clinched and they're playing their backups, or um, you know, or teams are injured or, or trying to preserve their players, so you don't get to see who you're going to see, you know, or you go and it's their day off or something like that. Uh, and and that's why I say one ten is perfect. 110. My suggestion would be in in, in that type of case in, in that in, in that case, my suggestion would be travel to the park to where those games that actually matter. Yeah. If, if you know, if, if possible, you, if I, think, I think I'm gonna try that. If you have, if you don't have the means, don't do it. Yeah, don't be here. Uh, by all means, be a responsible adult. Responsible. If you have the means, yeah. go to a game. Go to yeah. a game that, like, if, if you enjoy baseball, go to a game where, um, you know, saying the uh, the, uh, the the game actually matters. The game actually means something. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because like, one, it gives you a chance. You know, you get out of your uh, comfort zone. You see something else. You see something brand new. You see something else. And then two. You get the love of baseball right there, you know. So yeah. it's the love of the game right there, bro. I think I'm gonna do that. I think I think next season, um, I'm gonna wait around like the Dodgers. I guess I'm gonna do it locally, like maybe even the Angels. Okay, let me uh, let me let me not be stupid. Yeah, calm when, down. When, when when the Dodgers are like in that playoff push, dude. Dodgers, try to go. Dodgers, Padres next year. That's easy. That's easy money. Oh, oh yeah, easy. <laughs> it's easy. It's easy for you. So <laughs> easy for you. So so. <laughs> I don't have to wear Dodger blue or I don't have to wear like Padres. I'll show up in a regular ass t-shirt. Yeah, just show up, you know. I'm going to show up in a regular t-shirt. Get it, like, get like, 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 a, like a I'm, 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 shirt or something like that. I know. Like, I'm going to show up like the, I'm going to show up like the guy like you get when, when you play 2K. The, uh, the brown t-shirt and the gray sweatpants. So, yes, yes. Show that's how I'm showing up. Brown t-shirt, gray sweatpants, the stock guy. With a baseball glove and that's it. <laughs> All right. Um... Before we get out of here, how point you um, you had uh you said you you got the uh, the Atlanta 
Falcons in your in your sights this week? Oh yes, oh yes, I do. Listen here, um, a lot of Falcons fans um, for the first time in a long time because you know I don't like none of y'all. Okay, family included. <laughs> family included. If y'all a lot of Falcons wow. fans. I don't like you. I don't like y'all. I don't like your dirty birds. I don't like none of them. You know what I'm saying? I don't like Magic City. You can keep your wings. Uh, wow. Wow. Listen, listen. Atlanta Falcons organization. For the first time, Atlanta fans, I feel your pain. I feel your pain. Because these are the dumbest group. This is probably the dumbest group of, of coaches that I've seen <laughs> gathered together in a long time. Okay? Okay. 29 to 10, third quarter. Like, I've seen you blow leads. I've seen Super Bowl where you blew it to, to, to you blew the lead to Tom Brady and the Patriots, okay? That's 20, Tom, 28 to 3. 28 to 3. That's Tom Brady and the Patriots. I get that. Right. Cool. No problem. Pressure was a little bit too big. It was the Super Bowl, whatever. Whatever. We'll give you that. Shake that off. 29 to 10. <laughs> 29 to 10 to the lifeless Cowboys. Okay, you come out the gate, smash them, right? Turnover over here, mm-hmm. turnover there, fumble here, mm-hmm. interception there. Now we're looking decent. Like defense, offense, but the team is looking great. They and look good. You looked at the scoreboard. Mm-hmm. You looked at the Fatal scoreboard mistake. and you said, oh, we good. And then you punted. And then a uh, turnover. And then you look up the score like, uh-oh, we ain't that good right now. And then you scored. And you're like, okay, we good now. And then you start resting again. All of a sudden, it's time for an onside kick. Ooh. Oh, and the way that the rules are set up, there's literally no way that you can recover an onside kick because the kicker can't get a run and start and kick it anymore. Right. Yes. What, was the, uh, what was the excuse? I, I, what, what Excuse for what? Well, what was the excuse for not recovering that onside kick? Uh, I don't know, man. Dumb. That's all I can say. No, like no, no, no. The, the excuse was like, uh, "Oh, I didn't know. That. I didn't know the rules. I, I thought I, it had to cross ten yards." Okay, all I right. Thought it had to cross you, 10 re- yards. you remember? You remember? You remember a couple years ago? A few years ago, when uh, uh, the I think it was the Donovan McNabb. I want to say it was Donovan. McNabb. Oh yeah, he didn't know the overtime rules. The overtime rules, right? Yeah, that's understandable. But what are the fucking odds that you get three motherfucking? Professional football players, three, standing over a spinning football that is an onside kick, and they don't know the goddamn rules. Let's say you don't know the rules. Just dive on the ball. No, What's the dive. worst thing happen? They're not going to award it to them. They're just going to make you re-kick. Like, the worst thing to happen if you dived on the ball is if they have to do it again. Right? The best thing to happen is you get the ball, y'all team wins, and everybody's talking about how the, the Cowboys suck again. And now Listen. we got to hear from your because your dumbass coaching staff Thank you. don't know how to tell the, their players to dive on the ball. We got to hear. Dumbass players don't we know gotta how hear. to attack, be aggressive. Now we got to hear about the Cowboys, you know, talking about we might go 15 and 1 or we them boys again. Or we told you. <laughs> No, you didn't. You didn't tell us shit, dude. Like you didn't tell us anything. You didn't tell us anything. And, Cowboys and are Cowboys. Want, but like the fact of the matter is, the Falcons will Falcon every the, fucking time. The Falcons are gonna Falcon. And and then for this, for that, Mr. Quinn, you need to just give your resignation and your game check to whatever foundation that you need to give it to because you didn't okay. deserve it this week, bro. You not did not. You did not. You deserve. You deserve not to have that. 
because there's way too many years in the game for you to make a dumbass decision like that. That's all I got. All you got? <laughs> well, all right. And by the looks of my uh, bullet bourbon bottle, uh, it's the end of our show. <laughs> by the way, this week's episode, I'm just messing around. Um, no, seriously, man, we really appreciate you guys for listening uh, week in and week out to uh, Truth Be Told Sports Podcast. Dude, I've been thinking like over the um, over this past week, and I, I think I shared it into the group, uh, the video of, uh, of Andrew and I when we first announced this podcast. Yeah, man. Um, it's been a year, dude. Like, you know, we're going on a year being it, but like, um, last week I was on Three Brothers No Sense. Shout out to those guys at Three Brothers No Sense. And also, uh, while I'm shouting out people, go look up uh, the beautiful paradox. My girl, Angelita Crosby, and her homegirls over there doing a wonderful thing. Amazing episode. I listened to it last night on the way home. I listened to it while I was playing 2K. Listen to a podcast while I was playing 2K that wasn't my own. So, you know what I'm saying? That means something. You know what I mean? So, uh, yep. go check out the beautiful paradox over there. Go subscribe and like and do all that stuff. They're on Facebook as well and on Instagram. Look them up. Beautiful paradox, okay? And Three Brothers No Sense. Go look them up, both up. Um, but I was uh, I was fortunate enough to be a guest with Three Brothers No Sense on their last episode. And uh, Byron Evans, shout out to Byron Evans. He, um, he tells me, you know, he, he mentions like uh, that, um, he mentioned that we've been doing it for a year uh, right at Corona. Like we started our show right at a year and I was thinking in my head like, no, 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 not really. Um, we started this like a little bit before. Right. You know what I'm saying? A little bit before uh, all that stuff, like, you, you know, but I get it now. Like our show has been you, me, uh, me, you and Mike for like, you know, uh, for, for, for a great bit. Yeah, about seven and months or so. Yeah. About seven months. Like, you know, we've been going strong, man. And we do this, guys, for for you guys. You know what I'm saying? I do it for them because, like, I appreciate my two brothers over there uh, showing the same passion and wanting to do this show, wanting to be, you know, uh, a part of this show and, and loving this show and just as much as I do. So shout out to those, you know, some my two brothers over there, man. Like, so we continue to drop content. We continue to uh, come up with new ideas for the show to make it better. If you want to leave some feedback, please leave some feedback. Yep. You know what I mean? If you want to tell us you like the show, tell us you like the show. If you want to tell us that our show sucks, please let us know. We don't care. Nope. You know, uh, only thing is, on, uh, the only thing it's going to do is going to make us get better. Absolutely. Because every week, you know, said my goal for, for this show every week is, is, is to be better than the show that we had last week. Yep. You know what I mean? And with that being said, man, um, we are the future of sports talk right here. We are truth to tell sports, man. And I am King Hooley for my boy Hollow Point. Uh, rest in peace, Kobe. Happy birthday, Katie Bug, my baby. And I, I love you guys. You got anything? I think you got it, man. You got it. Yes, you sir. got it all, man. Appreciate it. Yes, Shout out to Moneyline Media um, yeah. and those boys uh, doing some great things with that new app and new, new, uh, new site. Go check it out. Um, make sure to check us out on the page. Check us out on the, the sports group. Uh, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Instagram. Shout uh, out Doug Smith. Shout out to our boy Doug Smith. Yes, sir. Friend, we'll call him friend of the program. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> friend, uh, friend of the show, Doug Smith. Friend, friend of the show. Uh, shout out to everybody. Shout out to the day ones, like always, man. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, all the go, new hey, listeners. Welcome. Go cop that merch. Go get the merch. Get the merch. Get the merch. Get the merch. So I appreciate all y'all. There will be no us without y'all. So continue to listen. We're going to continue to bring you that hotness. Yes, sir. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well, we out. Man. Truth to Sports. Rest in peace, Kobe. We're gone.